This is going to be good, I can tell. Welcome back to the drive home with Timothy. <laughs> Did you listen to this before? We kind of listened to him before we played. This music, it does have to do with what we're talking about today. Just bear with us. She like, when does she say it? Okay, I was hoping it'd be after the first verse, but she, we might have to listen to the whole song before the. You know, we're just gonna keep keep going, just fade it down a little bit. Okay, welcome to the drive home with Timothy. Um, apologies in advance. I'm exhausted. It is the Monday after Daylight Savings. Uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. Timothy's exhausted as well. He didn't. Even, he chose our music today, didn't actually listen to the song before we tried it out. Um, as far as housekeeping items today, um, as always, we'll encourage you to find us on Twitter at TheDriveHome1. Timothy's been up to his usual stuff on Twitter basically everything I asked him not to do. This music is really distracting. Are we going to get... <laughs> is it coming? Do you know? It's got to be coming up. Hang on. Okay, there it was. <laughs> okay, fade it out. No, get rid of it. Take, Turn it off. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> that was a long that was what like two minutes into the song <laughs> no I'm gonna you know I'm gonna choose the music next time no yeah you're okay um yeah Timothy's been up to the same old stuff on Twitter um basically just trolling people and trying to drum up business and I'm I wash my hands of all of it I just hope that at some point um I hope that you grow up a little bit. I love you, man. I, I do. I, he's asleep over here. I'm just doing the show on my own. Um, I also needed to to call to your attention that we are developing an international audience. There is a guy, I have never heard of this guy until Timothy brought me his name. It is. It looks like it's Jurgen Klopp. J-U-R-G-E-N. Oh, Jurgen? Okay, he's awake now. Jurgen Klopp is his name. He is a German uh, soccer coach, basically. Um, I don't know if they call it a coach over there. I know they don't call it soccer because they don't speak English. Um, but he was asked, apparently, about the coronavirus. And... His response made me think that he had heard maybe both of our episodes, the one about the coronavirus and the one about celebrities, because he was asked publicly in an interview, um, how is the coronavirus, how do you think the coronavirus is going to affect soccer in Europe or something? I don't know. And, and he said, um, I'm a soccer coach. Just ask me soccer questions. I'm going to stay in my lane. Just And he said something about, um, I read his comments, but it was in German. I don't speak German, but it was. I read his comments, and it said something about 
we got to stop asking famous people about things that they have no business talking about. And so, I mean, I don't want to take full credit for it, but I think at least partial credit. I mean, I'm on the record way before he spoke saying the same thing. Um, clearly, he he found the podcast and uh, hasn't been scared off yet. Um, real quick, we've got advertising today. Timothy did not print this one out, so I've got to read it off of a screen, which means it's going to be probably a little bit of stumbling. So bear with me. We're sponsored today by Cabela's. That's a good one. That's a good get. Yeah. I hope that, did they give us like gift cards or anything? Okay. Um, okay. Cabela's. Do you want to be mean to some animals that are less sophisticated than you are? (laughs) This isn't where I thought this was going to go. Come on into Cabela's and we'll give you everything you need to get excited about fishing. Oh, I thought you were going to go to hunting. Fishing. Okay. Uh, Everything you need to get excited about fishing. No, that's okay. We know you don't like the taste of trout. No one does. That's the beauty of it. That's true. You just tear a hole in the fish's lip with a barbed hook, pull it out of the water that gives it life and purpose for a few minutes, causing it to have a mackerel of a panic attack. Fish pun. Nice. Nice. Take some pictures for Instagram that people will like even though the fish photo is so overdone, nobody even cares anymore. That's true also. And then put your own, put your now gasping trophy back into the water, only to realize you kept it out too long, and he's now floating upside down three feet in front of you. If by some miracle he does survive your assault, suffocation, and torture, he'll go back into the deep to tell his friends about these land aliens who pass the time by picking on the least intelligent life imaginable. But his friends won't believe him. Why not? Didn't you just hear what I said about how stupid fish are? In fact, that same fish will bite the next hook it can find. Cabela's. Fish are idiots. Come catch one. Good. No, that was... <clears throat> I mean, it wasn't good, but it wasn't our worst. It was... No, it was good. It was like average for you. I liked it. Um... Okay, now that that's over with, I got so what we're talking about today is uh, I'm going to tell you a story of how something very very small changed something very very big, and then we're going to relate that to something different. I don't know. We're still trying to find our way with this new format where we try to have purpose. Um, so, 1776. Those of you who are not our new international following, I'm so proud of that. Um, those of you who are Americans. <clears throat> You will recognize 1776 is the year of the Declaration of Independence. That's when things pretty much kicked off as far as the war between the British and the Americans. Now, by the end of that year, uh, America was getting its butt handed to us, to it, to her. Why do they say her? Like, they, when the Founding Fathers always talk about America, they would talk about her. Um, like, America's a woman now, or was back then, but now it's not. I don't know. Um, might be why it changes its mind so often. Hey, oh, uh, where were we? (laughs) I'm so tired. (laughs) Okay, so by the end of the year, uh, the American colonists were in a bad way. They're facing the number one, um, army in the British, 
And the British, I didn't know this, the British had, I just read something about this the other day, that's why I'm talking about it now. The British had recruited the help of the Germans. They called them the Hessians. And so they had other um, army groups, other platoons or whatever over um, in America helping out to fight against the colonists. And, um, of course, the Americans were running out of money. Um, they were not paying their soldiers. Their soldiers were underfed. They're freezing by the time they get to the end of the year in December. Um, and a lot of them are deserting. And so the army is shrinking. And poor George Washington here, he's trying to keep it all together. Um, they've been kicked out of New York City, basically. They've lost most of New Jersey. They've lost a lot of um, Pennsylvania, the, the First Continental Congress has been kicked out of Philadelphia, and they're basically at a point where they have to win. They got to start winning some battles, or everybody's going to surrender, and the whole thing's going to go belly up. And the, all the founding fathers will probably be hanged for treason. And so, on Christmas of 1776, Christmas night, so the 25th, leading into the 26th. Um, George Washington leads a group of men across the Delaware River to attack one of these German uh, armies. They did it, I think, by design because it was Christmas and they thought that they probably wouldn't expect it. But there was a spy who knew what George Washington was doing. And he was a traitor. He was, I think he was American. And he took a message to the the colonel of this German army, his name was Colonel Johann Johann Rall. I'm saying it wrong. I know it's fine. Just uh, just keep moving. So he he goes to tell the colonel, but the colonel is playing a poker game and doesn't want to talk to this guy. And so he writes it down on a piece of paper. He basically says, "George Washington is coming tonight. He's going to be here before long. Um, get ready." or come attack, or whatever. He basically tells them what's going on. Because the element of surprise is the only way the Americans are going to win this battle. The colonel takes this note, and doesn't even open it, just puts it in his pocket, and continues to play poker. Um, that note, the next day, was found in the pocket of this dead colonel. He'd been killed as the Americans crossed the river, attacked, there was a battle, and the Americans won. And... They got a bunch of supplies and prisoners and stuff, went back across the river. A week later, they, ha they had a whole series of little victories that turned the tide of the war, but this was the first one. And if they had lost this battle, then it was probably all over. So, very small act of this colonel not opening that letter changed the way the world would look, I mean, it would look completely different. I know I'm not talking right. I'm exhausted. Give me a break. No, I know. I, okay. Um, but the, but I mean, imagine basically America would probably still be under British rule. Who knows what else would have changed? Um, like Britney Spears would have had a British accent. There's a lot of stuff that would have been different. If this guy had just opened up the letter and read it, instead he was killed, the whole war changed, yada, yada, yada. So the idea is very small things can have a very big impact, all right? Now, seamless transition from that into daylight savings, because I'm sick of this, all right? I don't mind it so much in the fall, obviously, you get an extra hour of sleep, but even then, it's just frustrating that why do we got to change stuff? 
Um, I think there was a quote I would have looked up if I were prepared and not exhausted because of daylight savings. Um, I think it was Mark Twain or Winston Churchill or somebody that said, only Congress could believe that by setting your clock forward and backward twice a year, you actually create more time in the day or something. Um, There is data that shows the Monday after daylight savings in the spring, which is today, hospitals around the United States show uh, report a 24% increase in heart attacks. Now, after the Monday after daylight savings in the fall, where they get an extra hour of sleep, there's a 21% decrease in heart attacks. Hmm, I wonder what the cause of that could be. Also, the Monday after daylight savings in the spring, right now, increased traffic accidents, more workplace injuries, and injuries are more severe, and more miscarriages. There were a bunch of other things I read about. Those are the three that I actually remember. Basically, health, decision-making, economics, all of it just goes out the window. This morning, for anybody who's paying attention in real time, and we'll actually hear this today, this morning, stock market was way down. I think Dow Jones was down 1,800% or 1,800 points. I have honestly no idea what that means, but I know that it's bad. I know everybody freaks out. The, The stock market froze. It's like the the that old Nintendo thing. You got to take it out, blow in it, and put it back. Um, and then it, after like twenty minutes, they got going again. But I know everybody's blaming coronavirus for this, and it's there probably is some truth to. The, I mean, people are just overreacting to something that is not that big of a threat. But also, you know what? If everybody slept a little better last night and got an extra hour of sleep. I think everybody would be a little more rational today. The stock market would have been fine. This podcast would have been a whole lot better. Um, And besides the the idea that you're just taking an hour of sleep from us, it's even worse than that. Because I noticed this myself. If if you try to go to bed an hour earlier, it will take you an extra like three hours to get to sleep. So you have to stay up until you're tired. If you just try to lay down at like seven o'clock, you'll be up the whole night. You're not tired enough to go to sleep. This, okay, this has gone on long enough. Do you have anything, did I miss it? Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm sick of it too. Let's just end it. All right, thanks for sticking with us. Sorry about everything.